0: One. Welcome back to Hair of the Werewolf. What's up, guys? I'm Lily, and I have here with me Chase. Yay! Woohoo! So we're right here, next episode.
1: Yeah, and full, dis- full disclaimer, there might be some <laughs> low-level reggaeton in the background <laughs> because our neighbors seem to be partying because yeah. it's Friday night when we're recording it. Just think of it as fitting in with the pub ambiance we're shooting for. It's just, Yeah, it's let just it go. someone
0: playing their music on the jukebox. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this episode, if you had listened to the last one, it's actually a continuation of my story, which is about which and Chase I think has something. I so got we'll something. See. I got something fresh. Cool. But before we start, we gotta tell everyone, what are we drinking?
1: So we're drinking a special release from La Cumbre called Hop Launch. It's one of their new IPAs. Cheers. Trying for the first time right now. Mm. Tastes awesome. Yeah, it's good. Super fruity. Super clean.
0: And I also have with me, I just want to say, that one of the Christmas presents that Chase got me is a shot glass that has the logo, Hair of the Werewolf, which I love. And she's going to be using it tonight. I'm going to be using it. Not me.
1: No, no liquor for Chase
0: today. (laughs) You're good. Sticking with beer. Yeah. All right. I think we're good. So
1: keep going with the bell, which, you know, just do a super quick, like, two-sentence, Reiteration so I people know. I do plan oh, on giving you
0: some sort of recap.
1: Just in case people can't listen to the last one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, the Bell Witch. It is located in Adams, Tennessee, is where the Bell Witch haunts, I guess. And it haunted the Bell family, particularly John Bell, who was a father, and Betsy Bell, who was a youngest daughter. Of course, uh, Lucy Bell is a wife, and they had a couple of other kids that kind of pop in, in and out of the story. Now.
1: And wasn't there a theory?
0: There is a few theories. Yes. Um so wait, what do you mean about theory? That
1: that the uh, the <laughs> Bell Witch may have been like their neighbor who died, right?
0: Right. So Kate Bates. There we go. No, Kate, Kate Bats. Oh my god, every single time I want to say Kathy Bates, <laughs> like the actress, <laughs> but it's Kate Bats. Oh my gosh. I love Kathy Bates. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking but you about You don't love Cat Bats. I don't Kate Bats. Kate Bats, wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> And you got me all wrong.
0: See, it's going to be a nightmare now. Okay. Yeah, that is actually one of the theories, and I'm going to go into that as well. But again, let me just real quick give you, like, the cliff notes of what the Bell Witch is all about. So the Bell Witch is, like, some sort of malevolent force that is inhabiting the Bell family. So when they have got to the property in 1817... And essentially things started occurring right away Mm -hmm. like they started seeing those weird creatures they started hearing knockings on the wall john bell was getting like physically ill betsy was getting stabbed poked and slapped i mean there's just a lot of things going on
1: you know get serious when the ghost starts slapping right
0: and of course as these things occur throughout the year word spread like wildfire in the surrounding areas and just all over the place so, of course, people are just very interested, and we kind of move forward into talking about that a little bit to even Andrew Jackson, which is, I believe, where I stopped. Perfect. So, aside from that.
1: Gotta love presidential horror.
0: <laughs> we should have more. Actually, I heard that the White House is haunted. Really? Yeah.
1: Wait, so, like, was this... So, didn't the White House kind of burn down a little bit way back in the day? <laughs> Probably. And then this one woman saved, like, the only portrait of George Washington.
0: Oh, my God. That actually sounds familiar. Right? So,
1: man, I... Okay. As someone who actually loves American history, I'm embarrassed that I don't remember this that well. So, the question is, is it the OG White House or is it the current White House?
0: I don't know. It could be a little bit of both. Well, if it... The whole thing, I don't think, burned down.
1: Yeah, probably just part of it. Right. So, I feel really upset. So, my whole eighth grade class, we did a trip to Washington, <laughs> D.C., and we got to go see all these buildings. We went into the... Congress building we mm-hmm. went in we saw the Jefferson Memorial we saw Vietnam Memorial we saw Lincoln Memorial we saw all these great things the only things that we couldn't see is we weren't allowed to go into the White House cuz at that time something oh. was happening so we weren't allowed to tour it so I kind of feel like I missed out cuz everyone else who went to Washington DC did the White House and oh, right. so fact that it couldn't haunt it I was like I'm all about going to haunted places as long as I'm with people
0: if it's any (laughs) consolation in eighth grade we didn't go anywhere so (laughs) I didn't even get a trip I think we might have gone into Albuquerque that was cool sweet (laughs) yeah we probably
1: thought you're like hey eighth grade we got a trip to Albuquerque I'm gonna live here one day
0: I can't wait
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's like when people move to New York only sadder
0: (laughs) (laughs) only smaller okay aside from that so let's go into part two. Sweet. Okay. So like I said, we already did the review, and we're going to go back to Kate Bats, because that is, in fact, one of the explanations that people believe to this current day is, in fact, what is the Bell Witch? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's what I'm going to be talking about mostly. I'm going to be talking about possible explanations, or what theories people have come up with, and how the witch is not dead. Mm. So... So Kate Bats, there are a lot of people who believe, not just now, obviously, because they just assume based on the history that they've learned. But sure. back in the day, even when she was alive, I guess people thought she was a witch. There was quite a few reasons, I suppose, in their minds why this is true, because she just acted really weird. So after her husband died, she took over and managed the land and her finances.
1: So she at least wasn't so weird that she didn't have a husband.
0: No, so she that's didn't, get married. A and good she thing. even had a couple of kids, from what I understand. Okay, so yeah, so people might have just
1: not liked her. Like if she, is but a- like
0: that's what I'm trying to say is that those reasons are crazy because mm-hmm. they're like, wait, she owns the land now and handles herself and her finances. But she's a woman. She's a witch, clearly.
1: <laughs> I mean, so if she was a witch, then it's like everyone thinks she's a witch. It's like, oh, okay, she's a witch. But if she wasn't a witch, man, that sucks. Everyone thinks you're a witch. I
0: know, could you <laughs> imagine? It's like, what the hell? So it's kind of like, but if
1: you are, fuck you. But if you're not, aww.
0: Yeah, it's like, i sad. But she did kind of do a lot of other weird things, so we'll get into that. Uh, whenever she would go to church um i guess she would always she'd go every single day or like every single time so she's still
1: going to church yeah but she'd always
0: be late (laughs) now i'm actually starting to relate
1: for those of you who didn't hear the first part you can guarantee how old this story is if being late to church was a problem because these days if being late meant you were a witch then like 90 percent of the people at church are witches because every time i went to church Everybody was
0: late. My family was always late. Our whole family. were all witches, I guess. <laughs> it was just impossible getting us together. And I, I have no idea what's wrong with us. But anyway. Um, another thing is that when she t- would travel just anywhere, going to church or mm-hmm. here and there, she would always take three slaves with her and a horse with a saddle. But she never rode the horse.
1: You mean she just like pulled it along,
0: I guess? Yeah. So I'm not really sure what's up with that. Hmm. And it seems like it was mentioned on quite a few sources. Like, it's a, like a big deal. So that is a
1: little weird. It is a little weird. I mean, we just saw Lord of the Rings and Gimli and uh, Legolas. They shared a horse. So I mean, like, <laughs> what's, up, what's up with uh, not even riding? Yeah,
0: yet? there's, like, a few people that share horses the yeah. entire time. you I mean, real
1: estate, not using it. Maybe she is a witch. She is a witch. I that. don't
0: know, because, like, remember when they... Ran into the exiled Rohan crew or whatever, and they had a spare horse to give them.
1: Well, I think it's because the people were dead, and they were and horses oh, are worth fair. something. <laughs>
0: I don't think it was are
1: right. like I don't think they're like we're gonna have three of our homies walk down. They had literally just got in a battle. <laughs> like, you God. strangers deserve horses. Hey, you get off your horse. I
0: was like, you have a spare horse, <laughs> and I literally just heard them say they were in a battle. <laughs> so anyway. I guess I just assumed they like really won and no one there was no casualties. Jeez. <laughs> in my head, the good guys never die. So.
1: But I do you think it's weird that she's walking? She in front of she horse. is yeah. Cause especially because you said it had the saddle on it.
0: Yeah, like she would saddle it herself. Like yeah, she would put the seat on it and everything. Like if it didn't then, have a
1: saddle and she was just like, I just love my horse and I don't think it should be burdened with me, that's one thing. But the fact that there's a saddle on it, that's weird.
0: Indicating that someone or something is riding it.
1: Oh, I didn't even think about that. There's something on it. I don't know. There. I just made
0: that up, but I'm just thinking. That's maybe. really cool. Ooh. That's creepy. Yeah. I'm, I scared myself. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> Oh, man. So another thing, like I said, that she'd always get to church late. Well, one day when she walked in, everyone expecting this already, instead of walking up to her normal seat, she walked up to Mr. Edwards and sat on his back and begins to yell, Oh, Lord, I'm sinking, claiming that he was experiencing a religious experience. That's... (laughs) What? The priest yelled at her to get off of him, but she doesn't and says... That's fine. Let him suffocate. He is getting closer to God. And a lot of people were like either laughing or telling her to get off. So it was just a really weird thing. posting it
1: to TikTok. They
0: were like, I have to film this because this bitch. is
1: (laughs) <laughs> okay, that's really weird. I'm beginning to see why people so, maybe didn't like her.
0: So she is a bit eccentric, for yeah. sure. She wasn't just we'll like call it weird
1: that. and distant. She's apparently uh, outspoken weird.
0: Yeah, she would also misuse words often. So okay. that is, off- like, I don't know if this is associated, but when I heard that, I'm like, so maybe she just is trying and then failing. But then I'm thinking, I don't know, because witches and their spells they have a certain way of misusing words or like enchanting it just sounds a little different i don't know if that's like the what they were referring to or not so, so
1: wait is she using a word incorrectly or is she like mispronouncing a word kind of like when people say barrel instead of wheelbarrow
0: i think maybe it was just like not appropriate. like it would be weird to use oh something. okay okay yeah um, another thing that she would do that was really strange, and this one I would say, okay, out of all of these things, she just seemed crazy and maybe a little fun. But this one, I was like, what the heck? She would ask every woman she would come in contact with for a pin. Hmm. Yeah, so I think the assumption, and this is actually something that I've heard before, is that if you know you get in contact with like a bad witch or something like that and they take something of yours, they're okay. able to be closer to you and uh, you like create spells and stuff now? like that. Yeah, exactly. So they kind of have an ownership over you in a little, in a way.
1: That's more than a little terrifying to me.
0: It's a little weird. So don't be giving people your pins. Um, So those are just some of the reasons that people thought she was crazy. And I totally get it because it does seem like really strange for her to behave this way. And uh, I guess particularly because I think the witch trials, they weren't really happening around this time either so there wasn't anything anyone could do Mm -hmm. like i said she was still going to church she was still in ways involved in the community or like you know what i mean with people interacting and stuff and people seem to be fine with it so that's just one explanation and people still believe that's it like they just today say it's it's kate bait kate bats god damn it um
1: You're just going to start saying, you're going to say, like, Kate Capshaw. Kate Kate Beckinsale.
0: Beckinsale. We see. What other Kates do we know? (laughs) Oh, man. So there are... Oh, okay. So this one is a little strange to me, but here we go. There were a few newspapers around 1856 that claimed the daughter Betsy was a skilled ventriloquist. Mm. So that it was her doing... And uh, I guess like her manipulation of sound and everything created some sort of hysteria, making people very paranoid and seeing things. And so it kind of just escalated from there.
1: And see, I don't care how old and well-known ventriloquism is. When you have someone who does it well, it is just...
0: It's so impressive. It's
1: incredible. Yeah. Like I can see how a really skilled person could absolutely throw their voice in a way that shocked people. Yeah. So that's actually not a bad idea there.
0: I think it's pretty cool. Um, but the reason they think this is since Betsy was a main target of the witch, I guess they associated the fact of her trying to get attention. And there was, like, some sort of turmoil, perhaps, with her father as well. And that she was targeting targeting him. Now, I kind of understand this. But, and I guess this is only fueled by what I'm going to tell you next. Mm-hmm. Betsy was actually taken to a hypnotherapist at some point, And under mm. hypnosis... Her voice did change into a common voice that the witch would use when it was haunting the family.
1: Oh, it's an interesting story, but it definitely requires you to believe in hypnosis.
0: It it does. And so during the session, a few unsavory facts were revealed. Uh-oh.
1: Oh tell me. I need I need my dirty my dirty
0: small talk. You are not gonna like this one. Oh <laughs> The main one being that the witch was indeed. The doing of Betsy. So she said it, I guess, herself, that it was me, I'm the witch, because otherwise she was unable to express that her father was abusing her. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, This would also explain why John would be the main target and why Betsy would also make herself a victim, because that's a very common reaction to feel. It was better. To kind of feel like it was your fault and like, you know, punish yourself. Woof. Yeah, for real
1: hope that's not true.
0: Let's hope I'd not. rather
1: hope there's a real witch than that. I
0: actually prefer that myself. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, um, terrible people out there.
0: Yeah. Uh, maybe a maybe dispute of this being the reasoning of the witch anyway. So not saying that like the abuse didn't occur perhaps but like there's still a combination because it doesn't really explain like from the last episode if you know the miles apart of hauntings that occurred that were Associated. could be a bit of both
1: maybe maybe her trauma made her an easy target for uh a i don't, don't possession is the right word right. but like the ability for the witch to affect her
0: yeah something um, like that
1: because trauma can i mean trauma is just an underlying cause of all manner of things oh, yeah. at least in the uh supernatural realm
0: right and yeah, so things like that. And there would be all the incidents where she would be at someone else's house, like, for example, a friend's house, and then the family would continue experiencing certain things. So it doesn't necessarily explain everything, is what I'm saying. And also, remember those weird animals that would show up on the property? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> that would be weird. I don't think she's in costume or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, um,
1: one of the first cosplayers.
0: One of the. <laughs> I'm a horseman, <laughs> sweet. Um, so the other one is demon. Ooh, Whew. of course.
1: I like a good demon story.
0: Yeah, this doesn't have a lot of information because I mean, demons don't really have their own.
1: Uh... Well, I mean, does it need a whole lot of explanation? I mean, you say it's a much. demon, you're like, all right, that kind of explains a lot of it.
0: Got it. Not <laughs> from this world. Uh, yeah. So they they like a lot of mediums have gone to this place, investigated and whatnot, and I guess they've just said that the witch is a facade and that they were at the time trying to claim John Bell and Betsy. So it was trying to infest them and it still kind of lingers about in the area as well. So that's fun. Um, So let's get into some personal experiences. I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. So experience number one in 1951, there was a group of boys that were out on the night and decided to scare themselves by visiting John Bell's grave. Hmm. Well, once they were out there, they decided, hey, since we're here, let's rob a gravestone. His gravestone. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's what you do. (laughs) Duh. As they were driving back home, there is a section of the road called Devil's Elbow, which is known to be a very dangerous, sharp turn. Sweet. I looked it up on Google Maps. It does look like it sucks.
1: Well, and they just stole a gravestone. So karma's on their side. So it's
0: really a good idea. Well, as they approached it, the driver lost control of the car and plummeted over 100 feet into a ravine. The driver died, and the other boys were badly injured. So, that is.
1: Well, what about the gravestone?
0: You know, I'm not really sure. They didn't really say anything. Well, I mean. I'm assuming it was retrieved and, and like, put back or something. I
1: I don't want anyone to die, but, I mean, these guys desecrated a grave, and something bad happened to them. I'm kind of like, well. You guys maybe should be a little nicer.
0: I don't know. If he was a pedo, then...
1: Oh, oh, I didn't think about that. great desecrate away. But then, then it sucks that those kids... Okay, hurt. that's fair.
0: Well, I right. I, I mean, I didn't want them to die. I don't I I want anyone to die. Right, right, right. Um, but I'm
1: okay with punishing pedos. <laughs> I, I actually am all for it.
0: I'm I, very I, for it as well. Yeah. And yeah, but unfortunately didn't work out for these kids and because of the circumstances people believe it was the witch it was just a curse it was like everything that's connected to it
1: that is pretty eerie
0: yes this one i didn't get a lot of source information but i guess it was just some sort of documentation writing that they found that connected it to the witch that in 1880 a family that lived in springfield tennessee which i looked it up is about 20 minutes drive from adams tennessee which is where the belt witch region is yeah uh, were hunted by an evil spirit. Now, initially, it didn't seem like it was a connection, per se, like they didn't think it's the Bell Witch or something, until a lot of the occurrences that they would experience themselves were the knockings, and it would start around 10.30 p.m. and end at around 4 a.m. So at first, I was like, so? I guess t- I must have missed it in my research, but that is, in fact... A time frame in which uh, heightened activity would occur for the Bell family for this
1: specifically with the Bell Witch because I know like
0: with the Bell Witch in, right.
1: in paranormal activity like they they claim that there's certain times but every single
0: something midnight haunting something, 3 usually does something
1: a little different sure. so so this seems to be the one specifically for the Bell so Witch. for
0: the Bell Witch it was a very eerie okay. similarities that were occurring and that's when they realized I think it's the Bell Witch she's traveling I guess um yeah. But then there was this really cool uh, documentary that I saw. It is called The Bell Witch Legend. And it was, I think, created in 2008 or something like that is when it aired. Was it
1: like a short or is it like a full documentary? It
0: was like full. 45 minutes long so, like so if it yeah it, it did air on tv and you
1: saw it on youtube i assume
0: i did indeed so
1: maybe we could put that link online for people oh, i have yeah, a few videos for my story later we're gonna put online as well okay. so remember it's hard to put links on instagram but they will we will put links on our twitter and facebook account you know for the people who follow that so
0: how many followers do we have now
1: i don't want to say because <laughs> <laughs> the answer is not many
0: cool 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 um So in this documentary, there's this guy called Bob Bell, who's a descendant. So he lived in the area and just a few doors down was his grandmother's house. Well, one day his grandmother was taking a nap and she suddenly woke up and got really, really frightened and called up Bob's dad and said, I'm really scared Can you come over. I need your, I just need you here. So they go, they actually both go along. And they search the house, and everything else seems fine. And then they reach where used to be a china cabinet, and everything that was inside of it is now on the ground, shattered. And to them, it's very strange, because the china cabinet is usually kept closed. And there's no, like, there's no tremors. There's not, like, an earthquake or anything like that. And again, like I said, they searched the house. No one else was in there. Everything else was locked. What the heck? So I just think it's kind of strange, because it's, it's like, a bell descendant. Yeah,
1: but you, but... (laughs) So I've I've seen a lot of china cabinets. Usually, the china's kind of displayed to be very beautiful. It's a piece of art. It's something you're supposed They're to enjoy. They're
0: not flimsy though. They're
1: not flimsy, but I think that right. a lot of the china cabinets I've seen, I do think if someone like bumps against it pretty hard, a lot of stuff will fall.
0: But out. she was like alone and taking a nap.
1: Yeah, but this could have totally been an excuse because she didn't want to get in trouble for breaking some china. It was her
0: her stuff. Like who's gonna get in trouble? And like who's gonna yell at her?
1: Maybe someone tried to break in and tripped. But- <laughs> there was someone drunk involved i'm not saying people trip when they're drunk but you know i do have firsthand experience
0: well that Um, was just one of a few and there's another one it would have
1: been cooler if she went to the china cabin all the china was backwards that would be neat
0: oh that would have been really cool because
1: then there's like who the hell would do that (laughs) a burglar (laughs) or some guy who's like really high is like man you know what'd be funny
0: (laughs) that just reminds (laughs) me of that 70s show where leo's cousin comes into as a contractor oh man
1: and they move everything like, like... two
0: inches to the left <laughs> it was <laughs> al from open fruit he was like to redo the basement and instead of like redoing anything he just moved they and he's been like clean sober not getting high and he high. called it he's
1: like i call well, it two, two inches, inches to, to the, the left, left. <laughs> man i was so happy to just to see him in something that wasn't family feud it was pretty great oh
0: right <laughs> he did do that too oh my gosh oh my god what a wild ride
1: all right, let's get back to this case. stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, the descendants of Bob Bell. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, here's another story of his that, uh, well, one day when him and his family were sitting in the living room, and they were all getting ready to watch a documentary, not this one, but a different documentary about the Bell Witch. There's quite a few of them out there. Sure,
1: sure.
0: Everything seemed fine until the image of the witch came on screen. The, t- the TV went fuzzy and then black. They tried figuring it out, of course, what was going on, but nothing seemed to work. And then after a while, the TV turned on on itself, mm-hmm. but it was on commercials. So they're like, okay, whatever. It's fine. It's back. Anyway. When if the they sh- really
1: wanted to hammer in the Bell Witch thing, if it was here in New Mexico, it'd be a commercial for Ron Bell.
0: Ron Bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
1: God. <laughs> for any of you not uh, not in New Mexico listening, that joke isn't going to be funny, and I apologize. Maybe. <laughs> but, <laughs> but maybe.
0: You don't know what lengths this man has reached. Um. <laughs> So, anyway, the... Yeah, so, it was on commercials, and it was, it was fine, and they're like, okay, whatever, let's sit down, everyone. So, they do, and, of course, as soon as the TV show comes back on, same thing happens. It goes uh, fuzzy and black.
1: Okay, that's creepy.
0: Yeah, well, of course, thinking this is obviously very strange, Bob's dad, he... I think at this point, everyone's aware that these strange things have been happening to yeah. them and stuff like that, so he calls up the neighbor and asks them, hey, can you turn on the TV? To the show, his channel, whatever. Can you let me know mm-hmm. if you can see anything? Mm-hmm. And his neighbor does. And he's like, yeah, it's, oh, it's a documentary of the bellwitch So he can see the show. So it's not like a broadcasting issue. Gotcha. So Bob's dad walks over to the, his neighbor's house. And as soon as he walks into the living room where the TV is, it goes black and fuzzy as well.
1: Interesting. It so w- it's like following
0: him. Yeah, it must have been. So it wasn't until the show was over that the TV in the family room went back to normal. I don't know. That's kind of creepy. And it's such a weird story, too. Like, if they made that up, kudos, because that's a pretty cool little story.
1: I mean, maybe he was trying to sell a book.
0: Perhaps. No, I was just
1: joking. I was, I was like, like no, he, wasn't just, a, he, was, he didn't
0: write a book or anything. Yeah, no, I was <laughs> like,
1: it's like, I need attention for my book. Let me tell you the story. No, no, no. Mm. That is really creepy.
0: No, he did not. Oh, I wonder, I know, I wonder about...
1: what's possessing us because uh, whenever important news comes on our television, our reception goes to shit.
0: Um, that's just anything. It, oh, it's always going to shit. Like because we
1: have the worst antenna ever, and I refuse to pay for cable TV
0: <laughs> or any kind of services. <laughs> yep, that's basically. You. I ain't
1: paying people money for stuff
0: <laughs> that I want.
1: <laughs> I'm going to Robin Hood this shit.
0: <laughs> but you haven't stolen anything. I,
1: I know. I, I don't believe in stealing, so oh, I'm
0: just gonna. You're be like poor. the worst Robin Hood. <laughs> I have ever heard... Steal
1: from the rich, but that's wrong. Do nothing and feel (laughs) bad for the poor,
0: like me. So, full circle. Okay. Um, Ah, okay, so this is also part of the documentary. Apparently, I just went wild and, like, got a lot of information from this, so I really want to make sure that they get credit. Um, A piece of John Bell Jr.'s property was donated to the city, which was then used to build a school in 1912, which I think is when the Titanic... Yeah, uh, That number is just so embedded in my head, I believe.
1: It was like, I think it was like April 14th, 1912.
0: I don't think so. I don't remember the dates. Just after midnight. We always keep bringing that up. But okay. Um, Maybe it's because the
1: Titanic was awesome. Was
0: was it though? (laughs) I think it's one of the
1: coolest stories here. How many boats in that time do we talk about? Only that one.
0: Yes. But like, it's kind of like saying, hey, you know that guy, Ed Gein? He's cool, but not, because, like, we talk about him because he's a serial killer. Yeah,
1: well, they people weren't wearing skin and making outfits <laughs> out of bones on the Titanic.
0: He's like, I raise your skin boots
1: no, it, and get you skinned it was, ears. It, it was a tragedy, but think of it more like when we find dinosaur bones. It's one of the few ways we can go and check out the wreck. And you kind of see a snapshot of history where we're actually pulling things out that have no. No, I, I
0: know the Titanic is cool to learn about. Yeah, exactly. But it's not cool because it didn't even do its job. It like <laughs> sank or whatever. So whatever. I'm um, sure there's a conspiracy, and that was its job. <laughs> All according to plan. <laughs> <laughs> it was so awful. Okay, moving on. School. A school was built on John Bill Jr.'s property, 1912. Originally it was for first uh, first graders all the way to 12th and then eventually it closed like sometime in 1975 but anyway while it was open it actually there was a lot of reports of strange things occurring but one of the things that they often saw was a little girl with long blonde hair in a green dress walking on the property and then suddenly disappearing. Now if you don't remember this was something that Betsy Bell had mentioned she saw.
1: I didn't remember.
0: Yeah. Hmm. So I just wanted to make sure you... She's come back. She's back. Well, she never left, I don't think. So she just now people can see her. More people. Um, ah, this is another riveting interview um, from a guy called Paul Eden. He just lives in the area. He has no, like, as far as I know, familiar ties to the Bell family or anything. He's just a dude. Just some dude. He was being interviewed in the documentary... And he says that he has experienced some activity in his own house, and his experiences include cabinet doors would open on their own, he would hear voices, and then this one, his sons would tell him that the entity would try talking to them at night, even calling them by their names. All right.
1: So I, that. I have an opinion here.
0: Jesus. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> you always have an opinion. Go. Saw,
1: you like rolled your eyes. <laughs> no 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 no. but like okay so could this stuff have been happening in his house i'm not debating that if he believes it all all power to him whatever but at what point is it not the Bella Witch? and just there could be an its own possession of the house
0: oh you mean like how come you can't have your own ghost wait
1: why why can't this be i know like, it's kind of it's kind of like right now during the the um quarantine we've got the the covid going around but then it's like people are still getting sick with like colds and I'm other things like, a, like yeah 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 so just because you live in an area where the Bellwitch is known doesn't mean you can't have another possession. What about his experience was specifically Bellwitchy? Did he see the girl with the dress? Did he hear, hear the same weird things? Or is it just like, my it, house is haunted and I live near a Bellwitch? I think
0: a lot of it is because if you do have a ghost, there's just like no real way of telling if it's smart or if it's like a a reactive ghost.
1: Mm-hmm. Whereas
0: this one seems... A highly intelligent ghost Because of the fact Of the kids Okay So it Trying to talk to the children Is one thing Maybe they're just hearing things Like if it was just like a ghost But there were They were Whatever it was Was saying their names Which is a very Bell witchy thing to do (laughs) So
1: (laughs) What a bell witchy thing to do Uh, What a
0: bitch Yeah so It just seems like It's part of her MO
1: (laughs) You wish it was a normal ghost It's the bell witch (laughs)
0: stupid um, <laughs> um, <sighs>
1: Okay. Tell me more.
0: Okay, the ah so another another person, he actually was someone who was trying to write a book <laughs> of the Bellwitch. So I guess this is gonna be your like, oh of course he'd say that he's trying to write a book. <laughs> um, oh, that was so
1: funny. I brought up the book earlier. Yeah.
0: <laughs> His name is Dewey Edwards. They actually didn't say the title of his book, so I have no idea what he wrote. But anyway, you can probably just look up his name if you want to read it. How
1: to make money and influence people.
0: Yeah, so he's an author as well and but he's an author of all like paranormal stuff. So he likes okay. writing about but one of them particularly he did write was Bellwitch. He had a strange occurrence happen to him. However, this was not while he was like on site or anything like that. This happened to him while he was writing about her. Or it, whatever he was Oh, saying. so it's
1: like maybe he was like invoking her yeah. unintentionally.
0: So he said, and on occasion, this happened more than once, where when he was very focused and he was writing about the bell witch, he would see someone walk across his bedroom door. Mm. No, I hate that. Oh, yes, I absolutely hate that too. It's like she's watching him like, I know what you're doing in there. Like, I don't know, like he's he got caught doing something nasty or something. But like... I just feel like it's just so intrusive. I mean, I...
1: I She's like, are you writing about me? Yeah, I'm like, like, leave me alone.
0: Porn. Porn. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm I'm not doing anything of that. Um, I just, yeah. Oh my gosh. The music is even louder now next door. So let's hope you guys can't hear that. Um, so yes, that one is a story. Oh, and then there's another one. So, you know how I've been talking about this one documentary this entire time. Absolutely. The Bell Witch Legend. Well, Cornelius, or Bill Cornelius, who was a cinematographer and the editor of the documentary, also experienced something. Oh. Now... He did mention that before they started filming the documentary that they knew that strange things were occurring to other people. Yeah, for sure. That were doing investigations or filming or writing. So they were very aware that other people have been affected when they try to talk about this bell witch. Sure. So they were almost anticipating it. However, while they were filming, the entire time nothing happened so they were like okay that's fine you know whatever I think isn't that always ahead. the way though yeah and so like for example some of the things that would have happened to other people which is what they were anticipating is equipment failure um crew members getting physically attacked hearing weird things in the audio stuff like that so they actually at the time were feeling very fortunate they're like hey that's fine like everything went fine we didn't have to like figure it out or nothing like that Well, unfortunately for Bill, it didn't start happening until he started editing, and he's the editor. Oh, no. Yeah. Bill says that just before he was basically finished, so still, even throughout the entire process of him editing, he thought he was in the clear until just at the end, when he started burning the uh, editing cut, you know, like the final cut or whatever, onto a DVD. Remember, this is 2008, so it was on a DVD. He was trying super,
1: to... super in with it. <laughs> he
0: was trying to burn it, okay? And, like, when suddenly the hard drive where the entire movie is being stored, like, his version, like, that he cut and he worked on and everything, shut down and would fall asleep. So either it would shut down or fall asleep because this happened again and again and I mean, again. And his computer kept shutting down. Right, so, like, but only when he was trying to burn this movie... Onto this disc. So mm. whenever he was trying to copy it.
1: Possession or tech support?
0: I don't know. Because then when he, he's like trying this all night and he's like, I don't, I have no idea what's happening. So whatever. I'm just going to go to bed. I'll figure it out tomorrow. He can't sleep that night. He keeps having fever dreams and he's just having bad insomnia. So things are not going well for him. So he does. He tries it again the next day. Same thing happens. This happens for a week. And the entire week in which he is having these technical issues, he's also having uh, just difficulty sleeping himself, too. So he's just in a bad place.
1: Mm.
0: Being physically affected and technologically affected. I feel like that's just the worst. And to not, <laughs> to make matters worse, he also ends up getting sick. So he, he just gets like a really bad fever or cold or whatever it is. And so he's just like ill and he can't get his computer to like burn a fucking CD. And he's just having a nightmare eventually it works mm-hmm. after a while but you know this is where it was stored like you can't just ch- you know what i mean like it wasn't on a cloud or anything we well,
1: totally should have backed it up but <laughs> He's such a jerk. time for a chase yeah theory. another one another chase. Uh, maybe he was just getting sick and you know how sometimes when you're sick particularly if it's like fever kinds of sick uh you don't have patience and You know, especially if something's going wrong with your computer. But he did, like,
0: ask. I mean, there was tech support, so he wasn't just on his own. People who work on these things obviously understand their equipment. And a little better than maybe you and I would, perhaps. Well, not you, because you're actually really good at computers. But me, I don't know.
1: I just just don't know if I can buy this. I mean, like... Can you imagine if I worked at tech support and someone called like, man, I can't burn this documentary about a witch. I'm like, well, it's probably because your computer's possessed. Never call here again and just hang up.
0: (laughs) And then charge him
1: $50. (laughs) Right. I mean, as you do. God, that would have been fun. Um, Yeah. I okay is there more to that that I'm missing no
0: that was his weird experience but it was his, his It was it, not his documentary but like he worked I'm on it so of course I'm digging most of these
1: stories but this one I'm just like <laughs> guy just does not use his computer I just had
0: to bring it in because I mean it's in the documentary that I've been talking about this entire time and so and I let's be like... honest
1: it might be the only time we talked about burning a DVD in the whole entire existence of this show so <laughs> yeah let's
0: just burn the DVD because people haven't
1: burned DVDs in like a decade <laughs>
0: I mean, most people don't even have a DVD drive in their computer. I'm like so. the only one who does. <laughs> yeah, you even yeah. So sure. So I mean, I talked about the the documentary quite a bit, and I had other sources as well. But like something that I did read and I found it interesting is just in general of the area and things like that, because people tend to be very aware of the witch. It's such a like True. embedded thing in their region. It's Absolutely. just like part of their history that people apparently do use it as a scapegoat, too. So whenever things like... There have been cases where people were murdered and the murderer would say, I was possessed by the Bell Witch. Or, like, would say things like that. I thought that was crazy. I, I just mean, thought... It, I wanted to put it out there hey, because, if it works, wow.
1: If it works. I don't know if
0: anyone it. ever won a case by it, but, like, <laughs> it didn't seem like it really worked out for them. But I will say that this is just how... Just how much people either believe or, like, know about it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just very much I can. In-
1: I can just imagine, I like, go to the fridge and I'm like, Lily, did you eat the last piece of pizza? And you're like, Bellwitch was hungry. Leave me alone.
0: <laughs> just call me Bellwitch. You, know? you don't know me. You don't know me. Ah, the next thing I want to talk about is the cave. Hmm. So I had mentioned this before a little bit about the cave where... Um, I said, like, that's where they found, like, the skull, yeah. and they think, you know, that's where the cave and why they're getting haunted. So, if anything, they think it's, like, because of a desecration of, of a yeah. Native American burial ground or whatever. Well, anyway, people who have visited the cave, they're often warned to not take pictures, to not uh, film, but particularly do not take rocks or anything as a souvenir
1: mm, like hawaii
0: because they will be cursed oh that's right like hawaii exactly so a little different though well no actually it was fairly similar so a guy this is just one of the stories that they talked about a guy that was working at a water department was approached by another guy who was frantically asking them hey can i can i come into the witch cave i need to get in there and the water department guy's like uh, no, this is a wrong location. Like, this isn't the official tour. I can't just let you in here, right? So the guy's like, please, please, I, I need to return a rock because I, stole, like, I took a rock on a tour that I had taken a few days ago. And he goes on to say why he needs to return the rock. Mm-hmm. Well, when he arrived home on a Saturday, his wife left him. Then on that Monday, that say, next Monday... He lost his job. Then hmm. the day after, he received a notice that he was getting kicked out of his apartment. I feel like that's just on him, though.
1: <laughs> we should also tell him not to go to the doctor because he doesn't need more bad news.
0: Yeah, I was like, well, <laughs> I feel like maybe your wife leaving you was a series of events that led up to it. But maybe not. Maybe yeah, like- <laughs> maybe he
1: isn't a bad place. Like, I, don't, I can't explain most of them, but your wife leaving you might be because you're the kind of guy that while you're in a cave, you look at a rock and go, hmm... I want to bring that into my home (laughs) that belongs next to my bed. And the wife was probably like, I am so sick of this guy filling our
0: house with rocks he finds. Yeah. So he just had like a lot of things happen to him. Well, I guess the water department guy did actually end up calling the owner to like, Hey, this guy's not leaving me alone or whatever. And yeah, totally let him into the cave to like, let him to the, official entrance so that he can like return it wherever the hell he, he picked it up from because as they said it's it's more common than you think.
1: So did uh, did his wife come back to him when he got back out or was it like damage I think done? a
0: lot of things are damage done because based on the things that I'm going to tell you next.
1: <laughs> All I'm going to say before you go on because that is so much like the Hawaii one if you and me ever go to Hawaii I know in the airport I'm going to be like taking my shoes off and shaking them as hard as possible sure like, oh, so I don't have any like an accidental little run. pebbles in there.
0: You know what? That... If I ever go to this Bellwitch cave, I'm actually scared because I apparently walk like a fucking horse and I just kick <laughs> up dirt and rocks. All I always get rocks in my shoe whenever I go anywhere. And so, yeah, there's a good chance we'll get haunted. Um, so, yeah, that would be that would be a nightmare for both of us. Um, so from another. So, like, I read about more about the cave and like, let's see what other people are like experiencing. Well, the owner does actually receive a lot of letters from people who have taken rocks. So it's not just this one guy. And it's just not just people actually coming back. Because sometimes they visit from long distances And they can't just you know, walk themselves or drive themselves over real quick. To return the rock. They send letters with the rock. Some people saying that after my daughter had taken a rock. She began to act very strangely. Very out of character. And it frightened them. Because it was not a good behavior. Others people have said that right after his son took a rock that he became so ill that they went to the er and they didn't find out until after because the son said i took this rock returning because i might be dying because i took this rock another person who took a rock uh they had their leg amputated so wow. shortly after doing that's, that that's
1: a heavy one that's
0: a really heavy one so when you said do things go back normal i'm like not not (laughs)
1: his leg did not grow not
0: for this guy no Um, so
1: this sounds like an awesome marketing tactic for companies like you know we have a local place that does board games that people can go and play board in. oh yeah you could just have a sign saying Um, all our board games are cursed, don't steal any of the dice (laughs) because bad things happen. You have people coming back the next day, they're like, yeah, here's your dice back because when I went home, like my house burned down. Just like if I ever
0: have a shop, like a retail or something, I'm like, everything is cursed unless you buy it. Yeah. I will remove the curse if you purchase. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Right. Oh, we're geniuses. Yes,
0: let's do this.
1: Can't wait to go shop at the cursed clothing store.
0: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Okay. Well, as I had mentioned before, the whole desecration of Native American burial grounds yeah. is a thing. And back absolutely. in the, you know, 1800s when I was talking talking about this story, there were absolutely graves that people had seen and were aware of that they just kind of left alone. They didn't really sure. care about. But I guess when, uh, not the owners that I guess like who currently own the area, but the previous owners did actually find a coffin-like structure that was made out of rocks with remains inside of it as well. However, Ooh. it wasn't inside the cave they found it. They f- they found it down the river and decided to bring it to the cave. So I think they were trying... So it could
1: be, once again, a completely unrelated thing.
0: But like, well, yeah, but at the same time, that's, kind of, that's desecrating a grave in itself kind of as well. Absolutely. So then they just kind of brought the bad juju into the cave as well. You're like, wait, what, what's happening? You're just making it scarier, I think. But maybe that was their intent. Let's just
1: put this haunted stuff with, with the, the rest, rest of the haunted stuff. <laughs> just keep it all together. Like, right. uh, uh, what What's their name? Uh, Ed Lorraine Warren. They've yeah. just got, you know, they've got that whole room. Can you just... imagine buying that house? They're like, most of the house is fine. This room's they a little me to fucked, be there.
0: Yeah, that's, nope.
1: <laughs> it might need some paint. <laughs> Uh, and some sage so
0: that's that's what they did maybe they were they were like hey let's just put all the bad stuff together you're right who knows Uh, but anyway like i guess when they did that i don't know if word just got out or whatever but like one day i guess someone had i don't know if you can break into a cave but went into the cave without permission and stole the remains that were inside the coffin
1: Mm. so
0: i'm like what the heck but I don't know, I guess I shouldn't be shocked. I mean, there was those kids that stole a gravestone. I mean, I know that's a little different, but more or less people have just little respect perhaps. Now, I don't know what happened to those people who stole the bones. They could be alive or they could be infinitely cursed, but I I have no sorry for that, unfortunately. But anyway, so like, it's just like a lot of weird things that happen and people just say like, this place is cursed. It's based on the things that have occurred. Okay, so this actually kind of leads me in. Um, now, if I recall... I think I might have heard that coffin story from this show. But anyway. From what show? Well, I'm going to tell you. And you're going to be like, my God. Ghost Adventures.
1: Oh, God.
0: (laughs) So, okay. Here's the thing. I actually never watched Ghost Adventures before we (laughs) lived in the UK. But that show was on all the goddamn time. So, I just watched it. And I'm like, because we didn't really have cable or whatever obviously they just had whatever broadcasting tv at the places that we were staying so i just really got into it and i do remember seeing this episode at some point so i went back and it's on youtube it's on hulu like you can watch this episode anywhere anyway but i can just see you like holding your tongue I'm a, yeah <laughs> no go for it
1: i'm very frustrated with that show and a lot of the others so I'm frustrated with the show because there are no ghosts in the show and it doesn't feel like an adventure either. So, so I think it's misrepresented. I
0: think I think that's just your opinion. They should call it
1: the nothing nothings. The nothing. <laughs> we don't find anything and it's boring.
0: <laughs> uh, well, anyway. <laughs> they go to the Bell Witch game. <laughs> um and during their investigation they find a bunch of orbs they do actually for your information
1: <laughs> find orbs
0: they do find orbs but it's that's, the only thing
1: they ever find that's not
0: the part i'm going to talk about
1: <laughs> known to the rest of the world as dust
0: <laughs> in a cave no way <laughs> right um so they enter the cave and they do capture an evp but by the way this is actually before their investigation actually okay. occurs so this is when they were setting up equipment and they're sure. trying to get everything out there And the people who were doing sound were trying to just hear if they can hear. Calibrating. Right. Exactly. So and then they end up picking something up at that moment. And obviously like the camera crews are like, oh, rushing to like these sound guys to like figure out what's going on. And they replay it and it said, listen to me. Hmm. And when I heard it, it straight up sounded like listen to me. That's good. It was pretty cool. So I liked it. Uh, There was also a tour guide during the episode that they interviewed. And she said that she had experienced something in her past while she was giving a tour, actually. That she turned to one end of the tour... Or, like, uh, sorry, one end of the cave. And there she saw a dark-skinned boy in a white shirt with long black hair. And he was just walking. And she kind of was, like, looking. Because, like, well, he's not part of the tour. Like, what's going on? And as she's still talking and seeing this guy or kid it kind of like moves into what she would describe as like an ind- invisible doorway. Interesting. So you know how you can yeah see someone disappear slowly like yeah. like vertically kind of thing. Yeah. And so this kind of only fuels the next not theory but the entire uh, uh sacred Indian ground kind of sure. men- mentality that people kept keep talking about totally. in the region especially that it's kind of like a portal between the living and the dead, Mm -hmm. which we actually have that kind of uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, Gosh, I'm trying I'm like so lost for words right now. I have no idea because we did kind of a recording, a pre-recording before the podcast, you and I, about Chaco Canyon and the Kivas and how those are representing as well of the living and dead kind of portals. So it's just kind of that same Mythology. I don't want to call it mythology because it's. I think it's. You know, same concept. Culture. God. No. What is it? Uh. Spiritual understanding. No. Religion. Belief. Belief. <laughs> Go with belief. My God. I'm. I. I just can't talk anymore. I haven't even. I've had half a beer too. So I've. I have no. I have no excuses for my ignorance slash loss for words. Um. So yes. So. That's just, like, how they believed that these things occurred. Yeah. And I think the cave is more or less kind of that same concept of the Native Americans that were in that area. And, of course, they would perhaps bury their dead where they thought that they were closer to that realm.
1: Absolutely.
0: I'm not sure. But, like, that's just some of the things that people were talking about. And So that's,
1: like, the most recent occurrence of bell witchiness.
0: The, well, that... I don't know if it's like the most recent, but there's a lot of investigators who've gone in there. Yeah, it seems, to be, a lot of it seems to be
1: a very active hotspot.
0: It is very active. It's very well known, and it's one of the biggest American ghost stories that we have around these parts and some of the oldest. So, the oh, things that people experience in the cave in general. So, if you're taking a tour, this is kind of a Warning or just something that you may experience if you go there.
1: <laughs> Number one, an overwhelming desire to steal a rock.
0: <laughs> Apparently, yes. <laughs> Take a rock, see what happens. Uh, no, the they would hear a voice of an old, raspy-sounding woman speaking to them, feeling like you're being choked, a weight on your chest, and getting your hair pulled or, of course, getting slapped.
1: <laughs> uh, so, essentially, people feel like they're having a heart attack or getting slapped when they go into the cave. Exactly.
0: Like, nice. wake up. You're not having a heart attack.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. You're fine. Just leave the cave. Yeah.
0: We just... Like, whatever is in there hates you. Ah, Yeah.
1: And that's the end.
0: That is the end. Yes.
1: All right. So, do you believe in any of this?
0: I don't know. I do... I want to believe in it because... It just seems like so many people experience something, but I mm-hmm. don't know necessarily if it's just like this one bell witch.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's a really good point. I mean, it's, it's so prolific that there's a couple things that could be going on. One, you could have a lot of isolated, haunted incidents that are now just being associated with the bell witch because it's so well known. It also could because it's so well known that it's people are much more willing to not only lie about experiences mm-hmm. but people are going to more likely believe it. So sometimes it being super popular kind of hurts its ability to be credible to a certain extent. I don't know. There's there's a lot there. There's so many of these stories that I think that's pretty interesting. I think there's some genuinely creepy stuff. But I'd say a lot of this stuff, I don't know if I would go so far as to say I believe it. I'm like, oh that's interesting. But okay.
0: Right, yeah. I I don't know. I want to believe in it. And I think there are people out there who've had stories. And I I don't know. It's just always like that mentality. They're like, well, of course, they're going to say something that they experienced because they're on a documentary or they're like on a TV show or they're this or that. Or they have a TV show, like you say, with Ghost Adventures, you just don't think they ever capture anything. They're like, well, how else are they going to keep audience captivated unless they claim that a piece of dust is a ghost? So and and I totally understand, like you always have to capture something. But I disagree because one of the shows that I was obsessed with when I was younger was Ghost Hunters.
1: Much better show.
0: And they were obsessed with debunking. So exactly. I know Ghost Adventures kind of does a little bit of that, but um, whenever they can find but it. they're
1: done very differently. Yeah.
0: So it's a very different mentality. And just in general, I think the personalities of Ghost Hunters mesh well with mine of how they approach this situation. Yeah. But anyway, so I think like, I don't think you have to find that evidence because a lot of times when you're in in Ghost Hunters, like, half the time they never found anything. Mm -hmm. But it was just interesting because you got to hear the stories anyway. Yeah. So it's kind of like this podcast where, like, we're sharing you these stories that we have not experienced and we have no other information to provide you a personal experience, if that makes sense. So it's just kind of like, it's just like a storytelling situation. And that's, yeah, I don't know.
1: What I think is most interesting is when I hear about all these ghost stories, most people seem to be very interested in oh what kind of hauntings are happening what kind of all this but i find with a lot of stories this one in particular i'm way more interested in learning more about who they think the witch is this girl right. what was her name kate capshaw beckinsale
0: <laughs> yes. audrey
1: hepburn whatever her name all was. of them
0: yeah it was kate bats
1: kate bats um i want to know more about her i'm mean, like did she sit on other people and say weird things I want to know more about things <laughs> yeah. that she did. I want, I like, I honestly would love to hear all the stories about why Rampasha's I'm sure there's a witch, stuff because that one was really creepy. And I'm like, hey, I want to hear all the creepy stuff that wasn't a story of a possession or a witch. I want to hear the stuff where it's like everyone in town's like, we all saw this; it was weird.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's why we think she's a witch. That's the stuff I want to hear more about.
0: That that would be cool. I mean, there are books out there now. The one that I was speaking of before with the MV Ingram. Ingram? Geez, I forgot already. But he's, like, the one that mostly has written a lot about it. And this was many years. Like, I can't remember. Like, I think it's, like, somewhat 30 years after the incidents yeah, with sure. the Bell family. And a lot of people discredit it and say, well, a lot of the sources that he said that he got the information, no one has that stuff. Like, for example, one of the journals of one of the kids, apparently, he, like, got all that information from. But that journal is nowhere to be found. Mm. And a lot of the stuff that he got was actually him going out there and interviewing people. So again, it's just another word of mouth stuff. And a lot of these documents are so old and no one really is there to corroborate other than just what you're reading. So a lot of the information I'm providing to you is controversial in a lot of sense. Of course. But a lot of the reasons why I liked this episode too is because there's still people today who are experiencing things and who believe it's the Bell Witch. Oh, absolutely. Because of similarities that they've heard and, and something that's very ingrained in their in their area like that entire Adams Town and apparently also springfield and all that stuff so yeah absolutely but that's it so you believe in the bell wedge i think i'm leaning towards yes more than no because it sounds more fun that way
1: of these stories would you say at least half of them you believe or less than half of them you believe Hmm they were all good stories I enjoyed almost every single one of them I think I
0: believe the rock stuff I think people do have misfortunes I have a
1: weird feeling about those too I I believe that I I would yeah
0: right like I think these things did happen to them now Mm -hmm. I don't whether or not the rock is the culprit I'm not sure but like I do think that things suddenly did start going awry and they were like it's the rock I think the
1: only story that I can just straight up say I don't believe is the guy not knowing how to burn a DVD (laughs) Um, there's other ones that I could give or take the older the story is the more interesting I find it and not for any good reason for some reason being old timey I'm like oh check it out I bet it's real because it's in the past
0: (laughs) it's in the past (laughs) and we have no way of like proving it Otherwise, but
1: uh they're all good stories
0: now I shall ask will you come to the bell cave bell witch cave with me
1: uh yeah but we are totally shaking our shoes out as we leave the cave (laughs)
0: okay Fair. Fair game.
1: Can we bring other haunted stuff and leave it? Just like they did with the...
0: What haunted things do we have? I don't know. We'll find something. Maybe these Bellwitch notes. Because apparently when you write about her or talk about her, she comes She comes. Oh, man. And
1: we said her name.
0: Like a thousand times. Was her name Reese Witherspoon? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, oh, actually, that's... Okay, so just real quick story before we go on a break. While I was actually researching more of this last night... And you were in the living room doing, sure. I don't know what it was. Anyway, uh, I was like literally reading about the guy, the the uh, author who said that the bellwitch would like go past the door or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a minute after that, the door slammed shut in in the office here. However, that's not the first time it's happened because of the, we had, because I looked, when I opened the door, I was like, what the hell? And I opened the door and I see that the bathroom Door is open and so is the window. We
1: always have our bathroom window open, people, and, so that's pretty right, but we have I air mean, but
0: changes. the the heater had kicked on too at that second, and that's happened before. Yeah,
1: absolutely. But it was
0: just like a like a weird. You weren't ready for it. I was it. like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it was just like bad timing, guys. Thanks.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Well, on that note, I need a new drink before we continue on with my story. So, how about all y'all get round two, and we'll see you here in a minute
0: yeah we'll see you in a bit so while we're getting drinks in this week's episode it's brought to you by in search of solid ground photography during the week lisa Hurst is a high school photographer teacher in the denver area and now outside of that in her free time she spends traveling with her camera in tow to capture those feelings foreign places and bulk within the soul a heart full of wander fuels a search for solid ground lisa is currently available for freelance work anywhere in the world Please visit her website, insearchofsolidground.org, to view her work portfolio. You can also purchase prints through it, and if you want to get in contact with her for something that you want to do personally, like a wedding, I've seen her do it all really, so if there's something that you want to get photographed professionally, she can do it. And also you can follow her through Instagram, her handle is at insearchofsolidground. We definitely are fans of her work because we have actually purchased quite a few of her prints as well.
1: And we were actually traveling with her in Scotland and England when she took quite a few of her wonderful pictures.
0: That we now own as well.
1: <laughs> so we were just standing there in the background while she was doing her photography thing, taking, yeah. taking every angle she could. And I was busy thinking about what I wanted to drink later.
0: It really was. And I'm not even going to lie. One of the pictures that she took that looks amazing, I took... Not a similar one, because not even close. But, like, I took a picture of the same thing. I'm not kidding, Chase. My finger was in the picture. (laughs) (laughs) So, please. Was it Nessie? So, please. Yeah, it was just Nessie. Don't worry. If you are searching for someone that can take a beautiful picture, search no more. And in search of solidground.org will do you justice.
1: All right, welcome back, guys. I hope you've got a fresh drink, as do I, Mm -hmm. because it's time for the second part of our episode. Yes. And if you're already here, chances are you're either drunk or you know it's time for end of episode encounter. Counter, 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 counter. (laughs) All right, so this may or may not be aliens. Just full disclosure. I have no idea what this is.
0: (laughs) Do we ever, though?
1: That's uh, true. But most of it's just like, okay, if it's something, it's it's it could be. Animals. You have theories. This one, I have no idea. Okay, cool. I'm going to tell you about the Brown Mountain Lights.
0: <gasps> okay, yes. Okay, I, I kind of know something about this. Just because... All right,
1: so you know a little bit. Yeah. All right, so this shows I have never heard of these, and my first thought when I heard of Brown Mountain Lights was like, well, that's a boring-ass name for mountains. And as I said that, I realized we live below the Sandia Mountains, which is Spanish for watermelon because they're watermelon colored. I'm like, oh, it's the same.
0: <laughs> well, they on sunset, they can be watermelon colored. Yeah, I
1: know. But that's like saying brown mountains. That's stupid. I want the pink mountains because <laughs> that's what we have. So anyway, that just I'm lame like that.
0: <sighs> so before you go into it, I like I don't know if this was on purpose or not, but like it's kind of close to... My story. Yeah. This okay. is
1: in uh, the western half of North Carolina. Pretty yeah. darn close pretty to Tennessee. Pretty darn close. As you can assume, all this stuff takes place in the Brown Mountains.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> Which, as we established, is in the western part of North Carolina. Now this, so so if you haven't heard of it, it's people say you can see bizarre random lights at the mountains. <laughs> Now, this phenomenon isn't limited to like a single night or even just like a few people saying they've seen it. It's not like, on December 7th, there was a bunch. No, it was nothing like that. People have been seeing mysterious lights in the Brown Mountains for over hundreds of years. They're even uh, even spoken of in the native tribes of the region. The Brown Mountains is said to have been the site of a battle between the Cherokee and the Catawba. Catawba? I'm not familiar with that tribe's name, and I apologize for mispronouncing it. Um, now when these lights I'm talking about, we're not talking like distant lights. Like when most people see UFOs, like, oh, that looked like it was like three miles in the sky and it was going a thousand miles. An hour. Yeah. No, these are very <laughs> close lights. They're just above the mountain or just in front. Like they're always so, in the sky.
0: Oh, okay. That's what I was going to ask. It was like, are they on the mountain or? Well, But
1: they're on the mountain. But the- so, so they're in the air. They're not happening like below the tree level. They're not in the trees. Okay.
0: So- but uh, so they're not this...
1: way high in the sky so sometimes so some of these people when they're down at the base of the mountain like uh, uh below the mountain sometimes they'll see it the mountains in the background so it's between them and the okay and the mountains and sometimes they see it above the mountain tops okay and sometimes people in the tops of the mountains see them down in the mountains but they're still in the sky they're always in the sky imagine them like birds think of them like birds that's okay. about how high they are okay sure So, these aren't distant. They're not miles up. We're talking things that might just be 50 feet above the tree line of these mountains.
0: Cool. Okay.
1: So, um, and often these lights only exist for a few seconds at a time. And they're almost always moving. Oh, okay. So, sometimes they're stationary, but that's not as common. And sometimes they're higher up on the mountains. Once again, not as common. They're usually lower, still in the air, and they usually are moving, and they're usually only there for a few seconds. When people say that they've seen other things, those are much less common so, sightings.
0: So just, I mean, I'm assuming you're all going to get into this for sure, sure, but I don't know if this has anything to do with some of the things that I've heard of in other sightings with like, dan- are they dancing lights? Anyone ever ex- like describe them as such?
1: In none of my research to describe as dancing, but one of the videos, it was two lights and it sure looked like they were playing together.
0: Yeah. So a lot of times that is witches. Oh. Yeah.
1: You know. Or aliens. It's
0: just, it's such a big deal in Mexico. Why
1: why you gotta bring your ghost stuff into my half? <laughs> this is, I'm just
0: encroaching here.
1: Don't bring your Lord of the Rings into my sci-fi. Okay?
0: <laughs> I, I just need my Lord of the Rings in space <laughs> right now. Okay? It's fine.
1: All right. So... There also doesn't seem to be a predictable pattern for these lights. They're not always in one specific area. They're not showing up at a specific time. No one, at least from what I can tell, has been able to find a predictable time. Okay. And it's super important to know this because some people who observe these lights and said they've seen them had had to try to see them countless times before they even saw it the first time. One guy who's a firm believer that it's something supernatural, he said he didn't see them until after his 20th attempt. Where he'd go to the mountain and just watch for hours,
0: Holy twenty cow. times.
1: one well, that's commitment.
0: Now, if you're already up there, like there's a lot of people I know, personal friends that go to the mountains all the time. No, you exactly.
1: I mean? So obviously, it's at night, and a lot of our friends are not in the mountains at night. Like they'll go I to campgrounds, so.
0: right? Yeah.
1: And and there is um, you know, there's like a, a town, a city, like right below them. So it's it's kind of like us here in Albuquerque. Like you, oh, you so can you can kind go, of always see them. You can like, go to the them. base, okay. but you have to be kind of close because. They're not that bright, so you can't see oh. them from like 50 so miles if away. So the city
0: lights just... could drown them out and you wouldn't be able Probably. to see them? Probably.
1: Okay. So most people, they only see them when they're at the mountains, like at the base or in the or mountains. Or just
0: appear to you when you're near them.
1: I oh, see that too. One of the earliest known documented reports of the lights in the Brown Mountains goes back to 1913. Oh, Nice. I think this is an important date because this is early enough that electronic flashlights and automobile headlights and whatnot wouldn't have been super common in the area. They mm-hmm. obviously existed in the area; people were driving cars, but 1913 cars were still pretty new. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, I saw them in the movie Titanic in 1912, so they were definitely around. <laughs> <laughs> no, I
1: know. But during World War One, yeah, 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 yeah. people I know. were still riding horses. I'm just saying right. that yes, vehicles did exist, but you know, smaller towns and whatnot, you're not going to see a million of these lights. Sure. All right. So that kind of that you can you can interpret this two ways. It could mean that since they weren't so common, that when you saw the lights from these things, you weren't the people weren't used to them. And it would have been seen mysterious and bizarre. And yeah. they may have been interpreting that. Or alternatively, you could say they were just so uncommon. They couldn't have been the explanation because the number of lights people were seeing could not have been explained by how few of these lights would have existed in the area at the time.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: This is still conjecture and opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the Brown Mountain area had more cars per capita than anyone else at the time.
0: You, That's you the don't kind know, of thing
1: Chase. I, I can't research <laughs> that kind of stuff. One, I don't know where to research it, and two, I'd fall asleep researching yeah, it. Yeah, it's, so.
0: it's not very interesting.
1: All right, so um, there are a few YouTube videos that do show the lights <gasps> ah,
0: and I they're from listen. a bunch of
1: different people and every single video the lights look different
0: oh, they are shit. not
1: consistent and that's bizarre but all the videos I have seen the lights are intriguing they do move a lot of weird things happen that I will post. So I will post some links to some of these things but when I say that they look interesting I mean they don't look like anything I've ever seen but I also was never alarmed by it either
0: So it doesn't seem threatening or, like, anything like that. Fuck
1: no. But maybe I'm just trusting. So one of the big problems with the videos is most of the videos, they're terrible quality. And (laughs) I know it seems so common with these things, but keep in mind a lot of these are from amateurs. These people who want to see the lights, they may or may not be tech savvy. They may or may not have enough money to put in stuff. So it'd be like me trying to capture stuff with a cell phone. I mean, try honestly,
0: that's that's fair. I mean, we... You're probably more than me, but like I don't use cameras ever, but I use the one on my phone and I've tried multiple times to capture something a little further away, mm-hmm. exactly. try the zoom on it, like literally try it Absolutely. and it's
1: just, everything goes crap. And
0: you know what? I'm like, it's really not worth it. I don't yeah. know why this feature exists. I, I can't take a decent photo.
1: I used to own a DSLR, but it was very old. My cell phone is definitely my nicest camera and you know, there'll be nights where the moon looks amazing. You can't take a good picture mm-hmm. of the moon with your stock,
0: Uh, heck no. Phone
1: because, you know, it has to do with the uh, zoom abilities and it's just, it just looks terrible. So, you know, these people aren't doing it on purpose. I totally get it. But that doesn't say all the videos aren't
0: captured. (gasps) Okay, go. All
1: right. So So excited. And these videos that I'm going to post, some of them are from way down below and you see them above the top of the mountains, but the most exciting one is a little different. There's one video that looks really good. And it was filmed by people from National Geographic.
0: (gasps) Oh, (laughs) yes! They they were
1: actually high in the mountains. One, they
0: have good equipment, so we're good. Yeah, yeah.
1: They were high in the mountains and looking down towards the city. So they were high up, looking down, so you can see the mountains. Mountains occupy like two thirds of the bottom of your frame, and you can see the city at the top in the distance. And they were using night vision cameras. You know how all the lights coming in, kind of on a green spectrum. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Of course.
1: Um, white to green and whatnot. While they were filming, and you can hear the people, there's a couple people there talking. You mm-hmm. know, obviously they're just hanging out. And all of a sudden, they capture in the span of a minute, multiple <gasps> lights. How many? Uh, Okay, if I remember correctly. At least four. And two of them were at the same time.
0: Cool. Okay.
1: And the you hear the people reacting to it going, what the hell is that?
0: Okay, that's awesome.
1: And here's the part that's really weird. So night vision, I'm not an expert. It's a complicated thing, but the lights weren't showing up green at all. They were blue what? and red.
0: Oh, my God. No, hell? no, no.
1: And so that doesn't mean that that can't happen on night vision. It usually suggests something else is happening.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: And you even hear the people on the camera going, uh, what the heck is going up? They, they um... You can tell them asking and arguing like whether or not it's a reflection of some other distant light hitting oh, the camera. Oh, okay. They're not quite sure. And and there's some instances where you're like, oh, maybe it's a reflection, but these lights move. And at the moment you get two lights together, they're not moving the same way the camera is moving, so they're not... Um,
0: you can, I, I know you can kind you of mean.
1: predict the way a reflection would not occur based on that. These two lights kind of move, split, and shoot up. And here's mm-hmm. the weird thing. When I saw it... That wasn't the weird No, thing. no. They were wispy, ethereal, but they also looked like blurry fireflies. However... Oh, what? However, every time I kept rewatching it, it was just some of the movements reminded me of kind of like a flying firefly, but then it like just... Like a
0: bug or something? But it like- stopped
1: being like that too because it would disappear on the screen and it wouldn't disappear like... I mean, I've seen a million fireflies. I used to go to Wisconsin all the time and just see them every night. And I love them and everything. And I've seen them. And every time I watched this video, it felt less and less like it was a firefly. But the other lights looked nothing like this. It was very bizarre. The way they moved didn't feel like there was some sort of reflection. Uh. It was...
0: That's awesome. It was
1: really weird, it, but once again, not threatening. You can't tell if they're far or close. Right. You can't tell if they're large because if they're far, they're obviously large. If they're close, and that means they're moving really fast, or if they're close, they're not moving that fast and they're very small. Mm. You can't tell. But this video was really great. It's totally worth watching, and it was exciting oh, we're, because we're watching
0: it after this. Well, like, it was I exciting need to see this. because
1: where they're appearing, obviously there wouldn't be a car, and it could okay. have been a flashlight or something deep in the forest of the. Of the mountains. This So that looked,
0: already debunks, like, the... It was not, like, light pollution or anything like that. This instance
1: was unlikely to have been caused by a direct witnessing. Now, were it a bizarre reflection of something from off-camera hitting it? Maybe. But you can't see anything in the camera that would suggest that's happening. That doesn't mean that's not what was happening. But it definitely wasn't them looking at, like, a car or something there because they were just looking it at trees. It was not trains. obvious, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Mm. Now... <sighs> to so describe the way these look, I was kind of going with kind of a wispy ethereal firefly. I'm not going to say orb.
0: I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I, I gonna... hate
1: that word. It's stupid.
0: It's overused. I think that's why you hate it. Well,
1: because it's never been anything that wasn't dust.
0: And According this, to you. This is
1: not dust. And it's not but it's not captured in the same way we see a lot of things people say to see orbs. This isn't It's not dust.
0: transparent either. Yeah. Anything, yeah.
1: Well, because, see, one of the other camera's uh, shots, it obviously looked a lot bigger, and it's streaked with a long line, which doesn't follow what oh, people have okay. seen Orbs. This one was someone down at the base looking up, and I, I can't tell. There's a big, bright light that I can't tell if it's supposed to be a star or the moon, or maybe because of the camera, they're trying to say that was one of the lights, but that's not what you focus on because you see another light move around, a wisp, and leave a trail really quickly. And this looks like it was big and in the sky. Probably, I can't predict, but I'm gonna say this thing was at least like 30 feet long. Okay. And that looks very different than these. And so, that's not an orb or anything like that. It's obviously not dust in this instance. Okay,
0: so when, okay, so you say that, is that what? people describe as well, like they see a trail? Sometimes, Okay, so that's that's interesting because I was going to say, again, with like light refraction or, oh, you know, when you have a camera and you're moving it fast enough in front of just someone with a flashlight, you get that kind of trail, obviously, you know, we all know what, what I'm talking about, but like, so what you capture on camera sometimes isn't what you're seeing and that's why a lot of people use technology because there are things that we can't see very well Well, so that's why i was curious if we can actually see that
1: exactly and at night you know if we go back to the automobile or whatnot argument at night bright lights if they're moving at a good speed will look like a trail to to us with our you know in our own eyes but um so what are these (laughs) what are these brown mountain lights well Obviously, there's people who think it's aliens. Me. And we're going to get back to <laughs> that later. Getting to the aliens, we're going to get there. I'm just going to acknowledge there's people who say it's aliens, but there's other stuff that we need to talk about first. Okay. Bizarre, lo- bizarre lights like this aren't anything new. Unknown atmospheric lights are referred to in folklore as Will of the Wisp. In most folklore, the... Who's the- Folklore. Of folklore, like going back in general, general. it's like it's considered a general trope in folklore. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, uh, in most folklore, the lights are often considered to be ghosts, spirits, or other mythical creatures such as fairies. This is like what when they see it in like England or Ireland or whatnot. Um, stories and reports of these lights are sometimes random, but some others continue to reappear in specific areas. Early scientists, and I mean like hundreds of years ago, scientists, some of the earliest ones. They tried to come up with explanations of these that weren't, that they were ghosts or fairies and whatnot.
0: Yeah. And
1: one of the things that became theorized and has since been proven to be an occurrence is that it's marsh gases that are spontaneously combusting. This is something we see in certain marsh environments. You can see it happening. It's not super common, but sometimes it does happen. This does exist. However... The Brown Mountains aren't a marsh area. Okay, They're I was going to say, I was like,
0: uh, is there any kind of, like, I mean, we have, you know, mountains here in New Mexico, like, there's Ojo Calientes where they, there's, like, springs and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so there are emanating gases in, like, areas yeah. and stuff. I mean, those are springs, so that's different, but, like, I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to think. And I looked into and there, this. That's not, not a marsh. No, I looked
1: into this, and there, I could not find any specific reports saying that there was known excess amounts of off gassing occurring in the area there yeah. wasn't you know leaking natural gas okay or so they, they have
0: just... had professional people go out there and we're gonna get to that Ooh, okay go
1: <laughs> so other suggestions have been something called the andes lights which had to do with these weird almost lightning bolt like things that were seen in chile like on the top of the mountain in non-storm times you'd see it like a volcano like, Yeah, you'd see, like, kind of electrical uh, bursts. There's something called St. Elmo's Fire, which isn't just an 80s movie, but
0: (laughs) it's it's also uh,
1: when you see electric charges coming off of tall things, usually like um, uh, telephone poles, lightning Mm. rods, things like that. But once again, you have nothing like that in the area.
0: Yeah.
1: Other explanations are phosphorescence, so plants and whatnot that might have phosphorescent stuff. Uh, You have even hydrogen sulfide and lead oxide reactions in the air, because they did find that there is hydrogen sulfide and lead oxide in the area okay. and they might create a light uh a, a, like a exothermic reaction or whatnot yeah and more than a few scientists have suggested ball
0: lightning ball lightning
1: yeah which itself ball lightning is something that is up for debate itself whether or not it exists it's oh, okay. been theorized or people who've reported they had it where it's kind of like these giant balls electrical of electrical charges, yeah. Okay, yeah, and they often are supposed to leave like a sulfur smell and everything. But even then, we haven't been able to prove that these things are happening naturally; like they just are. Ah, uh, yes. Anyway, <laughs> now let's get to people who actually do research.
0: Damn In it.
1: 1922, so still like almost 100 years ago, uh, the Geological Survey did an exhaustive study of the brown mountain lights. they interviewed experts they conducted their investigations performed tests all of it they observed the lights from multiple vantage points however they concluded that the vast majority of lights would have been due to misinterpreting existing lights such as the train automobile lights stationary lights and interestingly enough brush fires
0: Oh, oh, okay, I guess. They
1: dismissed. So they, they actually investigate a lot of the ones I mentioned, like the Annie's Light, St. Elmo's Fire, were all brought up in this. Okay. And they dismissed most of, those, most of them for uh, various reasons, like they, there's no lightning rods or anything in the area, or uh, the the distance in which people would have to be able to see the light, phosphorescence doesn't make sense, okay. things like that. Um, they They pretty much dismissed almost all of these, and said that the vast majority of the time, people were seeing automobile lights. And this is in 1922. So we were talking earlier so how they rare. Were... These...
0: So, would they like, I'll purposely like say, hey, dude, drive now. We have like people at different points. Let's see what they see kind of so thing. So, they had
1: like... particular vantage points they used to compose this one vantage point that they used. When people reported lights, they found that it m- met up with the schedule perfectly of when a train was going through in the distance. In okay. Area. Okay. So I actually do believe that they found a lot of these lights that people were seeing were bullshit. And
0: this is in 1922. Oh,
1: all right. And and I do think that, uh, once again, it was kind of like we were talking with the bell, which when you have so many people talking about something, everyone starts to see it and experience and right. Feel so, it. Right. So
0: like, it's kind of one of those things, like how, again, like you're saying now, is it... The lights, or you're just seeing different kind of lights. Is it the bellwitch, or mm-hmm. is it a demon?
1: So let's just think for a second. You go to an area when, once again, automobiles are pretty new. Trains aren't new, but automobiles are pretty new, and all and you've got a lot of new electricity coming around and everything. This stuff's still new enough that a lot of the people live would have been alive before electricity was commonplace and everything, that yeah. when they hear about all these mysterious lights, they're going to interpret lights that they're not as familiar with. Boom, that's what it is. So I do believe a lot of lights, but there's no way it's all of them. Um,
0: especially with the video you've told me about. I don't know. that's
1: well, especially because the videos I've been seeing I mean, they're in the sky. Yeah. So so, so but're
0: put don't have flying. Trains. We're
1: gonna put a little kink in their report. No. Once again, I just want to say that I do believe a lot of what they reported because they did a thorough investigation man this this report was long. I read the whole thing and it was typed on a typewriter. It looked ugly. it was terrible. <laughs> it, was it was scans. Awful. Yeah, I read it. it was well written. But I went through it. It they, they were obviously done by intelligent people. I really appreciated the report. However, there's a problem. Not long after the report, there was a massive flood in the area that knocked out electricity for a very long time and also washed out the road so there was no traffic going through for a while. And during that time, people yes. were still seeing the lights.
0: Yes! That's awesome.
1: And like I said earlier, these videos that I'm gonna show you, they're, a lot of them are in the sky. Uh, last time I checked, cars aren't flying unless it's a DeLorean and there's only one
0: so (laughs) there was only one
1: so more recently students at ASU set up two cameras to observe the Brown Mountains in an attempt to to, to find them
0: I'm like convinced that students are gonna like find a way (laughs) now at first
1: I was rolling my eyes because they're time-lapse cameras and if all the other footages I saw were an indication these only lasted a couple seconds those time-lapse cameras could easily miss everything I was really worried. I see what I'm, like, you're saying, yeah. I'm like, this is gonna there's a waste of time. However, <laughs> they caught something weird, and it showed up on both cameras at the exact same time. Holy code. shit! And when asked what these students, when they were asked what it was, they have no fucking clue. <laughs> they thought it was bizarre. They have no idea. They can't come up with a good explanation. And once again, ball lightning was brought up.
0: <laughs> Damn it, ball lightning, get out of here!
1: Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> So, all of a sudden, we've got some new weird stuff. We have modern technologies picked it up. And you'd be able to tell, yeah, it's a plane. Yeah, it's not a wheel. It's not obvious in this case. But we need to talk about that there still is. Now, we have, you know, a couple videos and all this stuff. That's still not a lot of evidence. We don't have a boatload of, of good scientific not research. Not like
0: someone researching, like, or there's no way, like, putting experiments, like, what are they trying to replicate exactly. here? There's no replication. There's nothing to even. There's so many
1: holes in everything right. here. And when your best scientific investigation happened 99 years ago, <laughs> um, it's
0: time to let it go. No, it, it, it's time
1: for us to think, we need to investigate this further, because there's things happening.
0: I just say, accept your alien overlords, and just accept that yeah. they're aliens.
1: So that means we need to get back to them aliens.
0: <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Sigh. Hey, these are your encounters. I know.
1: So so obviously plenty of people think they're aliens. Even our good friends Mulder and Scully of the X Files went to the Brown Mountains in an episode. Are
0: you serious? Maybe that's why I know them. Yes, yeah,
1: so this is like a ninety nine, I think, episode. And mm. they go and they go there to investigate missing hitchhiker or missing hikers, not hitchhikers, just hikers. And uh the lights are brought up and obviously our Moldy thinks that they're aliens. Oh moldy. There's also apparently a movie i can't remember the name of it it was very poorly received that's about abductions that are supposed to happen in the area (laughs) but let's be honest anytime people see bizarre lights you're going to have plenty of people thinking it's aliens now some of these theories do suggest they are ufos but from the videos i have seen this is really unlikely it always they always appear very small
0: okay and they
1: disappear quite quickly i mean these things don't look like they're massive ships or anything They look like something else is going on. And I can see why a lot of people would come with theories like maybe it's like a small spontaneous combustion or a small bit of lightning because they do feel ethereal, weird, and small like that. It doesn't look like a vessel. They don't look like ships. So another reason is when people see UFOs, they usually see it in the distance and they can track it for like 20 minutes and then it's followed by like fighter jets or something like that. (laughs) None of that's happening here. They don't – they're not, you know, bursting it. High speeds not going over long. I guess you're right. Because that's
0: not very alien of them to just kind of be wispy. Yeah,
1: these are wispy. They disappear, they reappear. They look playful.
0: Yeah, aliens are not playful. Although they do follow and act creepy. They're more looming. Yeah. And I would say these lights actually sound more like fairies. I don't believe in fairies. But you know, they're giving me my run for my money here. I, I might. And
1: they're also only above the Brown Mountains. They're not going over the city. People aren't seeing them in the city.
0: <laughs> cool, yeah. People
1: aren't seeing them outside of the Brown Mountains. There's a lot of area. I mean, you can go any direction outside the Brown Mountains, and you're not there, and they're not seeing them. It's only in the Brown Mountains, which is a little bit weird. I did as much research as I could, and the problem is outside of these lights that people are seeing, there doesn't seem to be any credible or documented case of other paranormal things happening in the
0: brown mountains okay
1: these lights are it like this is all that's happening
0: there so
1: let's think about that for a second if you're seeing a bunch of alien stuff every time we have alien encounters weird things are happening Mm -hmm. not just lights lights are always like a visual indicator but other things happening. oh we heard weird sounds or there's weird indentations on the ground or people have been abducted there's always something else there is nothing else it is silent No one has heard anything. These lights make no noise. Awesome. So this is silent. People aren't being abducted in the mounds. People are in the mounds all the time. They hike them regularly. There's no like
0: violent activity going on here. It's just uh, Yeah,
1: there's there's no no abductions. There's no ship imprints on the ground. Just silent lights.
0: There's no stabby balls. And that doesn't
1: fit in with any UFO sighting. Exactly. But more importantly, and this is why I really don't think. It's a UFO thing, especially, and I think most conspiracy nuts out there should not think it's a UFO sighting, is if it was UFO activity, there would be a military presence in the
0: area. <laughs> right, yeah.
1: Every UFO story has something to do with the military. Fighter jets, airplanes, it's near a military base, something. There's nothing. Like... Military <laughs> couldn't give two poops about this. They're not there. So most, I, I say to most people who are like... It's totally aliens go like, well then where's the military? Because apparently the military knows about all the aliens.
0: They know everything.
1: Yeah. So now other UFO believers do have a different theory that it isn't aliens. Because a lot of UFO believers Even
0: UFO believers are like hate, leave us alone. This is not aliens.
1: No, but other you, there's plenty of people who are who strongly believe in UFOs that are also very strongly believing in paranormal activities.
0: Sure. We run in the same circles.
1: And what I found more interestingly enough was that I found more UFO believers who are saying they don't think they're UFOs. They think it's ghost light. Gosh. They actually think that they're ghosts.
0: And so... I don't think they're ghosts, but yes. Good.
1: So now it's time to get to Chase's theory. Oh, geez. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, good. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. The problem with scientific explanations is that The scientific explanations that have been posed here—they explain really rare things, like the Andes light. It's not very common. Uh, It was pretty much only seen on the mountain. Right, but
0: like they were able to figure it out, though. It's not. No, exactly. And and
1: we've talked about the uh, swamp gas that that can combust. These things happen, but they're also super, super rare. Mm -hmm. So it's really weird to put that on this area because it is so rare. It's like, oh, we'll just assume it's it. But at the same time, what's happening in these mountains is also super rare and weird. So you're like, oh, well, it makes sense it is, but why can't it be its own new thing? Just kind of like swamp gas spontaneously combusting is very different than electrical discharges off of mountain peaks. This could be a new natural phenomenon. We just don't it know. It could yet. be, yeah. So it's really hard to take any of the existing scientific explanations because there's so little scientific research done and data gathered. Mm-hmm. So could there be a scientific explanation? Absolutely. I think it's
0: like, it's one of those things where, If there was enough interest of some sort of group of scientists that can go out there and do it, perhaps. But since it's not affecting anyone, Uh there's not really. Yeah,
1: people aren't going in there to take uh, samples of the area to find out. Oh, do we have high levels of this or low levels of this? What things are happening? We don't have a lot of people like setting up camp in the middle of the forest, like looking straight up, being like, "Are and getting data readings of different kinds of things." This isn't. This
0: is like the kind of thing. Like if I was a billionaire i would just invest Mm
1: -hmm. so much money well but see here's the problem is like we said that one guy who totally believes it and writes about it and put videos on took him 20 times where he saw it and he was committed he would
0: be like on a team no but can
1: you imagine how much money you put into it and you just have to be lucky enough to catch something to even get data yeah so it's a really weird thing But I also don't think it's aliens because it just doesn't fit in with other alien encounters. It doesn't. As
0: someone who is, like, terrified of aliens, I'm not terrified of this. This It's clearly not aliens. So
1: it either means that it's not aliens because it doesn't fit all the other stories that people claim are aliens. Or it is aliens and every other story on the planet is completely bullshit. Oh, my God, yeah. Or the third option. They're all bullshit.
0: I'm going to say secret fourth option is (laughs) in Mexico, I've been told, like, I have so many cousins and they're like, whenever you see dancing lights or you see something in the distance of some sort which everything that you described is so similar to the folklore i guess as you mentioned of brujas
1: brown mountain witches
0: they're brown mountain witches we brown and they brown too i have no idea like that's just like completely it's witches it's gotta be
1: a weird kind of alien
0: you know it, at least it would justify my five-year-old terrified self and when my older cousins would tell me and i'm like oh, there's wishes <laughs> so i guess like that would justify my fear
1: so i'm still inclined to believe that there is a scientific explanation for it but i don't like any of the ones that have so far been suggested i think it'd be great to investigate further just like you said mm-hmm. i'd like to establish a cause i mean what could go wrong if we put money and try to investigate this worst thing i think that could happen is that we don't discover anything yeah or maybe we discover the first tangible evidence of ghost aliens as they all prepare to invade our most vulnerable area in the United States, North Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina. So that's all I have for you. Believe what you will. Is it burning gas? Is it witches?
0: Witches. Is
1: it playful dancing child aliens that are just having a good fun time? Ooh, maybe
0: that's where they like take their kids to like try out their flight simulators
1: it's like uh was it planet fun for aliens
0: yeah exactly it's like discovery where you, zone where you go to like scare the humans but you don't do anything to them <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that's all i have for end of episode encounter, encounter
0: encounter encounter i loved it
1: there you go the uh brown mountains we gotta have something in our watermelon mountains now we gotta have lights <laughs> or
0: something something I no feel, i, I it was feel great. left out
1: i feel left out
0: yeah I think this is a really good episode. I had some scary tales that were leftovers of last episode, and you brought me something that was close to my story, slash not so alien, but still terrified me because I have some childhood fears.
1: (laughs) And all with the background soundtrack of our neighbors listening to music. Oh yeah,
0: sorry about that. I kind of like, we paused it, obviously, and- I did hear some music filtering through as we were talking, which I'm really sorry about that. that. Uh, It's quiet now, which convenient, which what time, what time is it? Yeah. Around 10 now, 10 PM. And I'm going to have to edit this in a little bit.
1: (laughs) We're going to be, we're going to be very careful to not have this happen next time we record. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry about that. We're going to try to record a lot earlier in the week when people aren't trying to party
1: or earlier in the day. At the very least we party whenever we want
0: to party. Well, if you can't find a party, make a party. (laughs) Well, that's it. I'm really glad you guys listened to this episode uh, listen to us on any platform that you like and if there's something else that you can't quite get or whatever that you prefer and you want us to be on let us know also if you have a scary idea text me because I know y'all have my number probably you listeners out there or if you don't have my phone number get us at hotwpodcast at gmail.com and I will definitely check it out I look at it all the time no one has said anything
1: yet. <laughs> but and, and make sure uh, if you guys want to see any of the videos or any other interesting stuff that we talk about, we will be posting links to it on our Twitter and Facebook account. So just search for us as Hare the werewolf on both of those accounts.
0: I like I say, Twitter. 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 Twitter.
1: So yeah, you can find, uh, we'll try to post any important links or pictures on those as well.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm going to give you the link. Although I feel a little weird giving you the link of the documentary because it didn't seem like it was the person who did the documentary. Like someone was just like putting it out there.
1: We'll see if we can find the original. Yeah,
0: if we can, if not, I'll just put the link and then I guess you can look at it. I don't know. Yeah.
1: We'll get it up for you guys. And uh, thanks for listening. I hope you continue to drink because I know we will too. Yay! And we will see you next week. I said <laughs> wink.
0: <laughs> yes, you did.
1: We hope to catch you guys next week. And if you're listening to this while you're hungover, well, then you're doing it right. Because the best cure for a hangover
0: is fear. Bye. See you later.